Uh, so before the show, we got distracted and we were talking about eggnog. So we're starting a little bit later than we wanted to. And Dave wants to talk about eggnog all night long. But I assure <laughs> you, we're going to talk about movies. He did not prepare a dangerous list of eggnog facts. So we're safe. Okay. Um, I thought it'd be interesting to define the phrase least favorite in relationship to some Stallone movies. Now, there is a backstory here, folks, and I'm going to tell you what it is. So we plan podcasts in a messenger group sometimes. And sometimes it's silly, but sometimes we're actually there to get work done. And it's usually a combination. But uh, a few days ago, we got onto like a tangent about Sylvester Stallone movies because Dave said, Currently watching Cliffhanger for the first time since 93, gotta say, it's a perfect, sick kind of movie. Now, Dave was referring to the fact that like he was ill and was watching a bunch of movies, but <laughs> you might describe it as a sick movie. Like, that, back in the day, like if you said sick, you meant cool, That's right? right? Um, I, I, then I, I said, cool. I'm just saying, yeah, I like we it. know what you think, Nick, we'll get there. Okay, so I had said, in response, to, I replied to Dave, and this is what I said. I said, Ace Ventura 2... They spoofed the movie in the beginning, and the trivia I said was, here's some trivia. Cliffhanger is my least favorite Stallone outing. Then Dave comes back immediately, like two seconds later, not rhinestone or stop on my Momo shoot, exclamation point. So he's razzed already, right? At least I think, because he's got exclamation point and no JK at the end. So then I go... Well, I think I was pretty clear <laughs> what I said. Like, I love rhinestones. I dislike stop or my mom will shoot. And cliffhanger remains my least favorite. These are key words. Then Nick, or not Nick, you're not here yet. Dave goes. I'm not here. I'm no Stallone scholar, but that's a but bold statement to imply that I made a bold statement. I don't think it was that bold. It's not the the worst thing or the best thing that I've said. I don't know how bold it could be. We have to define well, what the word bold to, means. To put rhinestone above cliffhanger is what I thought was bold. Oh, uh, well. And then he, now Nick's here. He goes, I love that movie. That's how Nick sounds. I, Bro, I love, I love, I love that, that movie, movie guys. I, I love, love that, that movie. movie. <laughs> cliffhanger, yes. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then he responds to my Ace Ventura 2 comment like, how can you not like cliffhanger, John? And then posts a picture sure. of the cliffhanger, right? Mm-hmm. And then I pull up to be a real asshole – I go to Google and I go, let's define for Nick what <laughs> what least favorite actually means. So I take a screenshot and I pull it up and he goes, least favorite can mean the most hated, but it depends on the context. That's a key word, I think, context. Sure. Because you could be discussing which thing you like least out of a set of a wonderful things, which it could imply that I really like Stallone movies and I'm simply saying, this one is my least favorite. Or it could be very literal, which means you like the least out of a set of awful things. Or it's ironic, it could just mean most hated. There's a lot to unravel there, like an onion. I'm but I'm simply to, saying, I'm unra- I'm of Stallone's that. movies, yes. is my least favorite of his How, movies. Though? How? I don't, I don't understand. Like, really? Cliffhanger? It's so yeah, good. it's my least favorite. So, then I thought, oh, I wonder what the guy's least favorite oh, Stallone movies are. I got one. So then I figured I would ask. Jordan's comment, I think, is going to win the night, but she can hold it. Yeah, I think she can hold it. Go ahead, Nick. What is your least favorite Stallone movie? Oh, wait, sir. Okay. Um, actually, I literally hate this movie. It's Oscar. Do you remember that movie? Oh, yeah. That comedy That's the, from 1990. Yeah. Oh, it was so bad. It's like, oh, just just horrible. I, I tried to figure it out of my memory. I remember mm. seeing it in the theater and, like, hating it. And I don't know how you can – have you seen that movie, John? 
Yeah, he plays a mobster and he's trying to make it like a 1930s comedy where How it's all that? about like uh, pantomime and so physical gags. Come on. Come on. It's not better, so than, better Oscar. than Oscar. It's actually not. I don't, it's not better than Oscar. Um, who's in the. Wait, isn't Marissa Tomei? Isn't Marissa Tomei in Oscar? Isn't she play she the daughter? Actually, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I hate that. Anyway. <laughs> it's so bad. So my, <laughs> in the Ace Ventura version, a raccoon dies. Instead of a somebody's the other cliffhanger's wife, like there's two climbers, right? That's the whole deal with cliffhanger. Stallone climbs cliffs, and his buddy climbs cliff, and the yeah. buddy's wife falls in the beginning of the movie to set up the whole premise, like, "Oh, you're such a badass cliffhanger, but you couldn't hang out with my wife because she died." And then, like, but the Ace Ventura version is you see a tiny raccoon fall. Now I feel like you're more sympathetic to the tiny raccoon falling. <laughs> In my book, Ace Ventura does it better, okay? All right. Dave, what is, that. No, no. What is your least favorite uh, Stallone movie, Dave? All right. So if we're going by the definition of the least favorite of things I like, Rocky. It's took, it took the Oscar away from Taxi Driver, and I'll never forget oh, yeah. that. Dave, oh, oh, man. Yeah, oh, Dave, wow. Dave is like that. Uh, okay, wow. Dave is hurt by the fact that it took the Oscar. Uh but yeah, that's wow. but if we're again, I enjoy it, but it's my least favorite of his movies. I enjoy. Wow! So is it a vendetta thing, or is do you like kind of? Yeah, you I'm actually just like, like pissed off like, ask, because I love like Taxi like Driver so Rocky? much. <laughs> I mean, is Rocky a good movie to you? It is. It is a good. It, so I mean, it's just into this month of feel good movies, but it okay, is my least favorite of the ones okay, I enjoy yeah, of his. Yeah. Mm. I see. I see. Right okay. All right. We could spend a whole night like just debating Taxi Driver versus Rock. <laughs> Why did we not do this we'll, whole show on Stallone? We'll be here. We're going to be here all night. Uh, Jordan, reel us in. It's your turn. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, just it's super shameful that I've never seen a Stallone movie. Like even the ones he just does. <laughs> Amazing. A cameo. I know. I know. I feel like I'm going to get kicked off the show already. No, 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 but... you're fine. <laughs> He must have yeah, seen like no, a movie he did a cartoon voice in or something like. What is he? Is that like ants or? <laughs> no, King Shark. Have you know. seen the Suicide Squad? He does King Shark. Haven't seen Suicide Squad. Oh man, Squad that just happened. Dave's but... trying to like throw you life preservers. <laughs> He's like, I'll save you. <laughs> throw it to her. Throw it to her. Yes. Yeah, no Rocky, no Rambo. Like you know, and I was even. I, so I wore a sweat set to to a house party the other day, and they were you know referencing the movie Rocky. But you know what? Hey, yep, still didn't get the so reference. It looked, but... it looked like what he wore for Rocky, and like <laughs> I guess when like, he's like running up the stairs. Oh wow, <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> you know, well, whatever. <laughs> it's all good. It's all right. She sent back a meme at the end of this whole discussion in the messenger. <laughs> she sent back the shame, shame, shame meme from Game of Thrones. Oh, so, yeah. uh, but I, she tweets. Way, I have not. She seen tweets better than the rest so of the binge watchers on this show. So she's got yeah. points for being yeah. able to tweet about our episodes. Yes. When Dave and Nick are like, "What is twit?" You know, we don't, <laughs> we don't, we don't, the, we don't tweet, tweet anything. What is it? Yeah, what, what is this what, called? It's a little blue bird flies around. Yeah. I have. Uh, it. I don't use it. <laughs> exactly. Except when you're talking about projection booth, which is somebody else's podcast, right, Dave? I I didn't even go on there about that. <laughs> yeah, you did. I was looking on your Twitter. Ago. I was creeping I on your Twitter today. Oh, gee. If I did, it was years ago. Is and Dave have mine. <laughs> Barely. See, I probably like have like sixteen tweets total. I think that's all I've ever used it. Mm. You're well, not missing out on a lot, so don't worry. We could either go right into our theme song and save the opening, or we could talk about 
On the opposite end of the spectrum, somebody's favorite Stallone movie would be something we could mention before we go into the theme song, or we'll just start going right now. I'll, I'll say right you guys now, wanna... Expendables too. I love wow. that. Wow. Really? I would have kept that off the list. Yes. I would have said no to any of the Expendables. Oh, oh I wow. love them. I love them. Oh, they're just uh, cheese fun. Yeah. I think I said it in the group the other day, but Demolition Man. It was definitely the first one I saw oh, in yeah. the theater. Okay. Uh, first Actually, Blood. Jordan, if you're going to watch Rocky one, four? I, would, I would I say got that. a lot of training. Yeah, I yeah, got yeah. a lot of training to do. Uh, <laughs> Judge Dredd, which I think is one of Dave's favorites. <laughs> Right? Oh, yeah, anything with Rocky. He Rob actually Schneider, does. As far as acting goes, Rocky Four is probably the pinnacle for Stallone versus Stallone level stuff. But Copland, actually, it's not a movie he produced or directed or anything. So I don't know if you can call it his movie, but Copland is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, that's like dramatic Stallone. Yeah. Pretty good. Wow. That's like an oxymoron. <laughs> Although he was pretty dramatic in Creed. I did see that and I did like that. Oh, he's tired of playing Rocky, though. He's done with that. Anyway, come back, folks, after the theme song. We'll have a whole episode about Rocky for you. (laughs) Just throw him off the scent, Dave. Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. You know, I kind of have a strong instinct to just keep talking about Stallone movies, but I promise people some movie <laughs> headlines. Like, oh, nice. All right. Wondering. So I love the there sound is a... The, oh, the what? But, yeah. yeah, crack it open. Well, I love the sound you know? effect of the drink. It always makes me want to drink. I'm just saying. But yeah. Not only is he a co-host on the show, folks, he's also a fan. He listens for the sound effect every week. <laughs> I love every week. I'm okay. Like, Give me that drink. In uh, yes. <laughs> other news, besides Nick's favorite things... Um, the Great Outdoors is getting a sequel uh, coming from Dan Aykroyd. I don't know if they can fill John Candy's shoes, but they're going to try. Uh, Super Troopers is doing Hunchback of Notre Dame as a parody. I don't know how that satire is going to go over with modern moviegoers. We'll see what happens there. I don't know. But it's uh, Kevin Heffernan, who's like the funniest of the whole group. Yeah. Um, let's see. Tom Berenger is set to do a remake of the game, Most Dangerous Game, which is like Most Dangerous Game goes back to the 30s. Then they remade it in the 40s, but most people probably remember the three adaptations of it that are came out later, like Hard Target in 93 by John Woo, which had uh, Van Damme. I know Nick's seen that one. I'm all about it, yes. Uh, I like Surviving the Game with uh, Ice-T mm, and Rucker Hauer and the guy who played the evil dad on Game of Thrones, what, Charles Dutton, I think? Yeah, Charles Charlie, Dutton. Yeah, Charles S. Dutton. And then it's made by a pretty good director, Ernest Dickerson, uh, made that movie. Where they hunt people. That's basically what it is. The most dangerous game, you're hunting a man, right? And there's a comedy version, The Pest, with uh, John Leguizamo. Which, yep. uh, so, but I was going to mention that if you didn't bring it up. What, yeah. Is that a comparison to that? I have never seen oh, that yeah. movie. Is that really? Yeah, it's, like a, it's like a comedy version, like a parody of it or whatever. Um, oh, okay. Now, Jordan, you can redeem yourself from like the lack of Stallone films. Have you seen any of the Boondock Saints movies? You know, actually, I was watching it right before I hopped on today. <laughs> I know. That's great. Know. That's great. 
Well, Boondock yeah, Saints, the first one is like a indie action drama classic. Like, mm-hmm. like during the pinnacle of like indie movies, when people are like getting financed with these crazy ideas. And uh, that might have been a Miramax movie, right, Dave? I think it was. was. It, it has a yeah, weird like history a where it was so, a Miramax movie, but then it had to be sold because it came out around Columbine. And so it, uh, it, it got all uh, muddled. Well, so um, Sean Patrick Flannery and what's the other guy's name who's in The Walking Dead now? Norm- Norman oh, Reedus. Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. Yes. So they play a pair of Irish brothers that are like, I don't know, assassins that you can, you can walk into a pub somewhere in Boston and just hire them to go kill somebody. Um, and they become John, like vigilantes. John, you're there. Is, is that what happens in Boston? Every day, brother. Every single day. <laughs> that's what I was wondering. Okay, that's cool. what, well, ask me my day <laughs> job. You, just not yeah, on the podcast. Ask me how do you make up this? Time? All right, cool. I got you now. Okay. Yeah. I got to pay for microphones somehow. All right. Yeah, there you okay. go. So, uh, but part three's got Greenlit, which is kind of exciting. Um, but Patrick Duffy, who's like a, the director's like a loudmouth Bostonite, oh, and like he got himself into trouble, and that's why they almost didn't make part two. Now, um, I'm pretty excited for part three, except, uh, I don't think the dad can be in part three because Billy Connolly, the comedian who played the dad in part two, he's got like, he either has Alzheimer's, dementia, or, um, wow, I feel like I have a problem right now. I can't think of what's wrong with the guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Parkinson's, he's got like Parkinson's or something. So I don't think he's going to make an appearance in part three. We'll see. And didn't they kill the friend? There's a friend named Rocco in part one. Who they may have shot to pieces in part two. I don't know. Now I've just spoiled the whole trilogy for. I, I've of... literally only seen part one. So I've never seen part two, so you're ruining everything for me. I'm well, sorry. They bring back the friend. They bring back the friend, but I think they take him out in the second one. Okay. Uh, I, and, I don't and by know. the way, it's been like twelve or fifteen years since I've seen yeah. part one, so I, I don't remember. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm meandering. I'll try to speed it up, folks. I know you didn't come here to talk about. It. They're like, "Why well, it's been Stallone?" <laughs> oh, the only thing was uh, uh, Dan, a- Dan Aykroyd. Is he gonna be in the Great Outdoors Part Two? Yeah, they're they're trying to like replace John Candy with like a relative of John Candy's character. I'm like, well, that's uh, exciting yeah. because maybe like somebody else could step in and be like the nephew or the son or something. Interesting. Um, I guess that's see. Work. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I will try to concentrate as hard as possible. Okay, so tonight's movie is about aspiring musicians named Lars and Sigrid, and they're given an opportunity to represent their country in the world's biggest song competition. They finally get a chance to prove that their dream is worth... Uh, to prove that any dream is worth having a dream, is worth fighting for. That's what IMDb says the movie's about. Um, let me try to make sense of it as I read it. It's basically, at one point, Sigrid says... She literally says, I follow you, Lars, because you're a dreamer. And the movie kind of explores the fact that it's more important to have a dream and maybe lose than to have no dream and just be average and never really see how far you can take something. And that just the trying of trying to do something is worth it. That's my interpretation of the movie anyway. And now Dave has some dangerous facts about the movie. Dave? All right. So, um... So this is a singing movie, uh, but the actress Rachel McAdams' vocals were actually dubbed by Swedish singer Molly Sandin, uh, it's, which is not uncommon for actors who are not naturally gifted with the singing voice, but some of her vocals are mixed into the movie, but it is mostly the other singer. Um, however, what's more interesting is actually Will Ferrell's vocals are all his own in the entire movie, which <laughs> it's actually kind of funny because if you think about how he sung in Step Brothers, it's... <laughs> um, and actually, uh, <laughs> so this must have been a passion project for Will Ferrell because he's actually had a long fascination with Eurovision uh, going back to the 90s when his Swedish wife 
introduced him to it while uh, visiting a cousin. Um, actually, in 2014, he traveled to Copenhagen for the finale. And in 2018, he was given full access behind the scenes, including rehearsals to study for the movie. Um so the the and this is a real thing. So the Real Eurovision Song Contest is actually the longest running televised music competition and one of the longest running TV shows or TV programs period going back to 1956. Uh the competition has actually launched the careers of ABBA, uh Finnish hardcore metal band Lordy, who I actually think I've seen in person, <laughs> and um Celine Dion. Um Wow. So, um, yeah. if you thought the movie, which is a comedy, if you thought the over-the-top acts in the movie um, are ridiculous, it's actually not far-fetched from the real competition, who's known for using props, costumes, and staging as part of the show. Uh, so, the hamster wheel that uh, Will Ferrell uses in the movie, um, two were actually used in the real competition in 2014 and 2016. So, again, really not – it's funny, but <laughs> it happens. Um and so the other funny thing about the movie is the concept is that uh, Iceland uh, would be financially ruined if they actually won the competition because you're supposed to host it the following year for all of Europe. Well, this has actually happened in real life twice. Um, the 1974 competition was held in England, despite the previous winner being Luxembourg. And the 1980 competition was held in the Netherlands uh, because Israel had won two times in a row in 78 and 79 and could not financially uh, afford hosting a competition for a second year in a row. So, again, even though this movie is a comedy, there's a lot of reality. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Good job, Dave. That's a yeah. lot of words. That was a lot of words. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, Okay, favorite bits from this movie. Um, look, I will just say this. I don't want to influence your guys' favorite bits, but um, I hope you like the movie. But we'll find out. <laughs> uh, Nick, you got some favorite parts? Uh, my favorite bit is Will Ferrell's wardrobe. Yes. <laughs> just, like, yes. I can imagine the costume designer being on set being like, oh, we're going to have the best time of our life. Like this is the hmm. ultimate costume design job. And gosh, Will Ferrell, I can imagine me like, I want to look like this or this or this. That was my favorite. Bit. I'm just saying, I know it's cheesy pageantry because they're competing yeah, yeah. pageantry, right? But yeah. it works and everything. You're like every scene. You're like, Oh my gosh. Like that's so cool. That's so cool. So yeah, my yes. favorite is it's the wardrobe, right? Jordan's up. She's on page. Fun fact of my <laughs> own. When he was arrested, his uh, track suit, I decided to look it up. <laughs> By Palm Angels, and it cost over a grand at least. Like, oh gosh, it's really? like eight hundred and forty dollars. The pants are like at least four to six hundred dollars. So I thought it was hilarious. It was this, this budget too much probably blew up because of the costume. <laughs> the wardrobe right? itself like, was crazy. like yeah. through the roof. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. So, Dave, she put you to shame. Why don't you know about the pants, David? <laughs> yes, exactly. Can only, well, as you said, I put in a lot of words. That would just been more. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, I have a few favorite bits. Um, something about them saying semen and Garfunkel because of their accents kind of killed me. Um, mm. The elf stabbing. Spoiler alert. He prays mm. to an elf to make things right. And <laughs> the little we, we assume an elf stabbed uh, one of the guys, mm. uh, one of the leaders. Well, here, here's a line reading. I'm going to leave your little knife in case you have other murders to do. <laughs> yes. Uh, but but the big favorite bit, I mean, how, um, there's quite a few, but uh, the moment between him and his dad where his dad basically says, go for it, you know, you know, 
Um, and he, you know, as, as people who have daddy issues, like seeing that, like that's so unrealistic. But God damn it. <laughs> Dave, you took one of mine, Dave, but I got a whole story. So I'll, 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 I'll add to it later. Right. It's my turn. So yeah, I, you know, those are some of my favorite bits in this movie. You Jordan? You know, I am like this like worst crier. Like I love to cry. Even mm-hmm. this is like not this is a comedy, right? But mm-hmm. I just teared up a little bit when Secret was determined to return back to the artist room. Um, and then yeah, I just I thought it was hilarious. I also wasn't expecting for their performance spoiler to go bad with the whole like hamster mm. wheel. I thought I was like they're officially gonna do it. They're gonna like have this great performance, and I like. Yeah, I was totally caught off guard, laughing so hard in my bed. So, cracked mm. me up. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna try not to break up on a podcast. All right. So, in the in the in the beginning of the movie, the kids like literally. I mean, David had already mentioned Abba competing, and then like the kid when he's when Lars is a kid, he says, "None of you will laugh at me then," implying like he's gonna go to the competition. He's going to try his best. And I, I thought, like, this is the point in a child's history where they either become, like, the champion of underdogs and they're really motivated and they make a song like Volcano Man or they become, like, a Hitler-like tyrant and then bloodshed, right? So there's two paths you could take. Like, either <laughs> either you pursue your dreams or you turn to vile hatred, right? But luckily, he just becomes a singer. And the two scenes that get me, like, torn apart every time, every time I watch this movie, is we vote for Iceland. Right? Like, this is after... I Jordan, did you mention the wheel falling off the hamster yes. wheel? Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, they have technical difficulties, but then continue to sing. So... I mean, first of all, embarrassment in regular life is really traumatic. So, being on stage and then being embarrassed, but then to continue, and then, like, there's a voting period where all the countries have to give votes to the other countries, can't vote for yourself. And then, like, all of a sudden... Like a handful of countries are like, we vote for Iceland. Uh, we vote for Iceland. We vote for Iceland. When you hear it about four or five times, you're like ready to just like break apart, right? I've seen this movie like seven times, like four times when it Holy came out. Cow, wow. Like seven times. <laughs> you know why? Because I because I feel like this guy all the way mm. back to when he's watching TV as a kid, going, "I'm gonna try to do something." So. The voting scene tears me apart. The other scene that gets me is the same scene that Dave said was his favorite bit. Like, when he's talking to his dad, and his dad's saying, don't be a fisherman. Like, he goes, you're a Viking, Lars. He's like, I didn't realize it till then, but you got Viking blood. <laughs> and I'll laugh, because yeah. the other the other option is I just stop the podcast now, and we end on, on a... You can have happy tears. I think you can have happy tears. <laughs> this movie gets you emotional so we'll go right into favorite (laughs) songs (laughs) so do you guys have a favorite song in the movie and if so what is it um oh yeah i do i wasn't in case somebody steals mine i'm just gonna blurt it out out of order just because i want to be sure sure we all Uh, have the same one postavik my hometown is my favorite song in the whole mine mine too yes um, it's the third oh, act I song. I guess I'm the outlier. Oh, oh I was wow. going to say, yeah, yeah. Oh, you right. guys got other ones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, all right. All right. So, okay. Uh, since we broke the order, let's do reverse order. Let's go Jordan, Dave, and then let's end with Nick. So, Jordan, your song you're saying is what? Yaya Ding Dong. 
There you go. Mm. Play Yaya yeah, yeah, Ding Dong right now. <laughs> Yaya yeah, Ding no. Dong. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not playing that fucking song one more fucking time. You're not getting Yaya yeah, yeah, Ding Dong. I, I swear to God. <laughs> I'm quitting. What? It's good. It's good stuff. Uh, Dave. Uh, yeah, mine's Yaya yeah, yeah, Ding Dong as well. I mean, I pegged you for that. So- I pegged you for that song, brother. I was like, Dave's going to Dave's gonna say Yaya yeah, Ding Dong. <laughs> oh, because you thought I was gonna giggle at Ding Dong. I mean, I mean, yeah. But... I mean, there are so many other songs. You know, there's Line of Love. There's uh, uh, Cooling with the Homies. There's uh, let's see, what's another one? Let me think. Let me the think. Mashup. The giant. There's, the there's a single long mashup which has, I believe, Ray of Light, a couple of other songs smashed in there. Um, there's what is the other one? There's the one with the oh running with the wolves where there was like the guy who looks like um what's that band that looks like monsters all the time not Slipknot but there's another guy who looks like a goblin. Uh, that's actually what I, I he's he's one of the guys from the group Lordy. Uh, yeah but, yeah yeah. Mm. So I very one of you guys was gonna like that dude, but I guess not. <laughs> uh, so are we are we at you, Nick? Are we roundabout way? I think it's your turn to tell us what's your favorite song. Or it was the same as you. It was uh, home, oh, home the whole of it? Iceland, or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my hometown. And I love like when she's singing it. She's singing it in Icelandic, and there's this pan around beautiful shot. I, I just thought the end was really gorgeous, and the moment was nice. really beautiful. Yeah. Uh oh. So speaking of beautiful things, our fan said, "You guys are funny." I would hope so, because if we wasted 45 minutes of their life and they can't get back, that would suck. <laughs> we tried, um, I guess, yeah. But they also agreed that they think the 1990s remake of Night of the Living Dead is, in fact, scary. And uh, It is scary. And, yeah. and, it is. and then Dave actually tried to learn how to comment on YouTube. That's a new thing. That's a new skill Dave's trying to develop is, uh, oh, Dave. is how to provide I How to, I just don't do it. Wow. <laughs> I did this wow. week. Wow. Uh, Jordan's gonna send you a how-to manual that she's written on <laughs> how you guys can comment all, she, on the she, internet. She that? I didn't know that. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's called the Savage Comments 101 by Jordan Savage. Uh, let's see. Uh, where are we? Oh, we're at staff picks. Did you guys watch anything else besides this singing feel-good movie? I, I did. basic order, I guess. Yeah, what do you I watch, mean, Nick? I, I did. I uh, going into the holiday season, I always like to watch this holiday movie, Batman Returns. Which is... <laughs> okay, <laughs> interesting pick. Interesting. Uh, I, I mean, holiday movie. It is, holiday it is movie. But you're kind of ahead. Like we, nobody's even had a fat turkey this year yet, Nick. I haven't had it, but I, I kind of. Uh, around November, do you decorate before Thanksgiving. Getting into it, yeah. I just took down my yeah. Do you got a Christmas yeah. tree already, or what, bro? Uh, it. I have a fake one that's coming, mm-hmm. but we're gonna get the real one when I get back. Yeah, I mean, All right. we're we're going. I'm going. I'm starting to already go into the full Christmas spirit, and uh, Batman Returns is one of those movies that I I, okay. it, I love it. I hate it. I don't know. It's really interesting, but yeah, fair I'll, enough. I'll give it a watch. Yeah. Hey, so have? Dave, that other <laughs> stocking stuffer that we were going to deliver, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should change. Oh, wait, did you guys do Batman Returns? Or wait, what? <laughs> we'll talk more later. Am I like always picking the things before you guys do? It? That one would be a total accident because we did not spill the beans on that one. No, until we, right no now. one spilled it. No, no one spilled anything. Uh, just... Hey, Dave, did you watch anything outside of this I week's? Did movie? aside from this and cliffhanger. Uh... 
I was late on this the episode's going to be a cliffhanger. If we don't get through the, all the segments, we have to get through before the night. Uh, yeah. So in the spirit of feel good this month, I actually watched an actual another feel good movie that I didn't know was feel good ahead of time. Uh, it's called Dating Amber. It's on HBO Max right now. Do not be swayed by the generic poster and the generic title because it is very generic. It is one of the sweetest movies I've seen in a long time. It takes place in 1990s Ireland where there's oh. a gay boy and a gay girl who end up dating each other in quotations so they can have everybody get off their backs. Cause you know, 1990s Ireland wasn't exactly the most forward thinking <laughs> times. Um, but by the end of this movie, I mean, it, uh, we talked about getting emotional. This movie went, got me crying on just the last line of the movie. Like I, I'm fine. And then it just, they, with one line in this movie, I'm a ball and it's just, it's one of the best movies I've seen all year. Um, so check out dating Amber. It's actually really, really, really good. You kind of sold me. I'm, yeah, yeah I'll have to good. watch it. Yeah. Uh, Jordan? So I watched not one, but two Kate Winslet movies. I watched Ooh. Titanic for the first time. Yes. Since I was really? A I child. Not I was on Pluto TV but... earlier today. I watched it, like five minutes of it. It's, yeah. good. Well, I, it's anyway. such a time commitment, but mm-hmm. man, it was so good to rewatch. And then The Holiday. I just, I love it with Jack Black, Kate Winslet, Jude mm-hmm. Law, Cameron Ooh, Diaz. Yeah. It's just, I think it's just such a good feel good movie. So. I've, I've oh. never seen that one. I heard it's good, though. The Holidays one, yeah. Good. I haven't seen that either. Good. Heard it's good. Yeah, I think it's, like, by the same people who do, do, did Love Actually, which I don't yes. necessarily like always. But what? Do you not like yeah, that one? Oh, really? I, just, I love Love Actually. I don't know. It, I, I like it. I love it. Mm. But I don't, I don't know. It's just not my favorite out of So the whole, you actually the like ones. The Holiday better than Love Actually? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. The Holiday. I love is it. is the holiday actually like a Christmas movie? I actually have no idea. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It is. So it's like a house swap, but Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet they have they go to each other's homes, which are in different countries, and spend Christmas like almost in each other's mm-hmm. lives. It's pretty. I like it. I I thought it was good. Interesting. Okay. okay. Yeah, well, I, I would check it out. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I'm down. Yes. Okay. And if those don't satisfy you, folks, something else you can watch. <laughs> There's a western that just dropped on on Netflix called "The Harder They Fall" with Idris Elba and Jonathan. Uh, oh, geez, I forgot his name already. Uh, he's a good actor. Oh, Jonathan Majors, um, who's in a couple of other things, including like the Loki TV show. He shows up in that. Um, anyway. It's basically like the director is James Samuel, who does a lot of music. He's like in hip hop, but in England, he's worked with Jay-Z. He composed the music on this, directed it, and he's one of the co-writers. But basically, his style seems like a cross between Spike Lee and Quentin Tarantino. And he loves Westerns, but he put like a modern spin on like the music, which is really kind of cool. And then it's kind of interesting. Like they took a real outlaw or whatever. I guess like Nat Love was like a real person. I didn't know that. That's who the hero is. And it's just like these outlaws that encounter each other in like the 1880s. And then like there's like a uh, if I say what happens, then I'm going to ruin it. So if you want to watch an unusual Western that has like the classic mythology, but new spins on it, then watch it. It's on Netflix. Just came out. Hmm. I was on the fence about that one. I might actually check it out. I, I'm like being very careful 
not to ruin it for excitement's sake. <laughs> like, because like, if I were to tell the whole plot, then it'd be like one of those things, you know, like, um, you wouldn't need to watch it or whatever. But yeah. Uh, can you ruin next week's movie? I'm not sure. I think you could probably know everything about that movie and still think it's a good movie. Um, what do you think? It's a movie. It's not a movie per se. Surprises. Not that I remember. That was a top secret cue for Nick to talk about <laughs> next week. <laughs> uh, next week, please point us for another round. I didn't know that was. I didn't know when you were done. I love it though. I love it. Hey guys, next week, please yeah. join us for another round. You know, like way to try to save it, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I saved it. Boom! I saved it. Yes. <laughs> no, I said. I said, Dave. Saved it. Oh, Dave's Nick's, out, but I didn't know that Nick, was my cue. Nick's already on vacation. He's gone. We, we lost. <laughs> I didn't him. know that was my cue. I didn't know. I was oh, thinking about having another round or two or three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> Nick, you do the next week. That's like your whole segment. What's your whole like? And I, I think if I played it back, I think you would hear me say next week movie. Okay. Yeah. One job. Hey, Jordan. Yeah, what's up? You can talk more and interrupt us as we go along. That's fine, too. Uh, I will oh, yeah, get there. Yeah. I, I will get there, I assure you. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah you, okay. Don't you worry. Get in my groove. We have nervous <laughs> fanboy energy where we have to spit out something yeah. real quick. Yeah. I was going to say, we never uh, did the rating. Binge, binge now, binge oh, later. Wow, good catch. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's do it now. <laughs> like the round. Round. Yeah, lightning round. Go quickly. Go, 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 go. Binge later. Mm. Binge later. Interesting. Binge later. Oh, I'm glad I got my heart broken at the end of the episode. Like, <laughs> the heartbreak comes at the end of the episode, folks, which is okay because we're done. If it had come earlier, yeah. I think we would have had a debate on our hands, but it didn't come earlier. So it's going to be bittersweet. I'm, the, I'm a lone man on the totem pole. Uh, it's a binge you now for me. You watch it seven times, right? So far, oh, well, clearly so it's in four movies. Reason though, I I no, feel like okay. it was like an event. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if it's a snowy night and you're about to do a movie night with friends or something, like perfect yeah. movie to watch. I don't know if I would watch it seven times, but I just thought it it, it was a really good watch for yeah, like I... a, an event. You know. It's a it's a I, night. I agree with Jordan. Exactly. Yeah. 